Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Eliana Palomino, a proud Greek American, former Miss Teen America, corporate sales leader turned entrepreneur, mother, and wife. And I believe that we are made for more. But without the right tools, mindset, or support system to help us grow, that potential never gets unleashed. And that, my friends, is a life unlived. This show is all about expanding your mindset, unlocking your potential, and learning from the best on how to elevate your life, business, and relationships. Set your intentions, and like we say in Greek, Bame, let's go. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I am super excited. Guys, I'm excited every week when I get to talk to you, but this week I'm even more excited because I have my husband Pedro here with me for our first his and her episode. Pedro, welcome to the show. Well, hello there, wife. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here to share our um, humble beginnings in our story. Yeah. Me too. And you guys, if you don't know our story, we're going to be sharing it with you today. And what I love most about it is how God moved through us and really opened up each of our hearts to be trusting, to be open, to really just allow his vision to pull through. And neither one of us would have imagined we would be where we are today, three years ago. And so today's episode is all about how to manifest your future husband or wife, and really just to gain some insight, inspiration, some clarity on if you're not in the right place and you want to be, how do you do that? Or if you're looking for that future someone, you know, how do you know it's them? Or, you know, if you are already with your person, how do you continue to make it exactly what you want it? Because you all go through seasons in life. And as we've gone through our own seasons, nobody's perfect. It's a matter of staying committed to the journey and holding space for your person. So without further ado, our story of manifesting each other began way before we even met. Right, babe? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I was involved in a relationship where I just didn't fit in and um, it was a toxic relationship. You know, by default, when you're in a toxic relationship, you become toxic yourself and at some point, you just have to realize that it's just not for you. Mm. What what you do um, in that situation determines the future of your life. So one of the things that I began um, uh, or came to the realization was, uh, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Who, whose happiness am I working for? Who's looking out for me? Um, are my children happy? At the time, I had two sons and... I really had to look inward and ask myself, you know, hey, Pedro, are you happy? And I out loud spoke um, and said to myself, you know what I need? I need someone that I can fall totally in love with, um, be happy with, be a best friend with, tell her everything about my life, the good and the bad, be 100% transparent, and have three children. <laughs> For some odd reason, I, I felt like I wasn't done. It's not guarantees how many kids you're going to have, but um, that was what I had in mind. I wanted to create a family. I've always wanted a family. You know, I've been a person that, you know, has been um, alone for quite quite, quite some time, and, and I always find myself in that position, and, and I do have a lot of extended family, but not close family. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I've been trying to build 
mm-hmm. pretty much my entire adult life, which I've been trying to emulate that, seeing my friends, you know, seeing my coworkers with their families, their parents, their cousins, you know, and that unity, those Thanksgivings, like Christmases and New Year's, you know, things that I just didn't, for whatever reason, didn't really get to experience. And I always felt like I was borrowing that for somebody else. Mm. Um, I did get to, to, to do things, but it wasn't my family. It was somebody else's family. So I did tell myself that day, you know, I need somebody that matches my energy, that is honest, that is fun. And it just kind of woke me up to the realization, like, I think it's time for me to go. Mm. I think it's time for me to make that move. And similar to a vision board, I did that out loud. Yeah. And on my end, I was also in a long-term relationship. Um, and it, it just occurred to me at one point, it was actually after my 26th birthday when I realized I am past a quarter of a century old. I'm closer to 30 now. And I've always said I wanted to be married with at least one child by or before 30. And none of those things were were going to be happening anytime in my near future if I was going to stay in in this particular relationship. And I realized that my visions mattered. What I wanted for my life mattered. And if that's not going to be happening where I am, I need to address those things and then be on my way. Otherwise, I'm going to be holding myself back, spending these precious years for what? Um, And so I didn't want to be living in somebody else's dream. I wanted to be living my own dream and living that dream with someone who also had that same dream, who also had that same vision. And so I actually attended, it was this time of year, actually, we're recording um, in October. And so it was October of 2019 that I attended one of my girlfriend's vision board parties, first time ever going to a vision board party. And we had all the magazines and the scissors and the glue and the boards And we all made vision boards. And little did I know, my vision board was everything. Like, everything had to do with Pedro. I had no idea who Pedro was. Who, like, no. I mean, I was in another relationship. But I was just projecting what I wanted, which was I wanted a family. I wanted to be in a home. And I even had the type of furniture that I wanted. And, like, there was children on the vision board. And... You know, what type of ventures I was going to be getting myself into and the um, vacation spots I wanted to go to. Just it was my vision, my dream. You know, whether it was with the person I was with at the time or somebody else, it was just that was my dream. I wanted to create my reality. And sure enough, a year later, Pedro walks into my life and a couple of months into our beginnings, I went back to that vision board and everything about him was on that board. It was so crazy, like down to our, you know, little like jokes and inner, like inside jokes is what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, it was the same for me when, when we walked, um, when I walked into um, the kickboxing class you were in when I first met you. <clears throat> and when I saw you for a split second, because we didn't make eye contact for very long, but when I saw you, um, I knew right there and then what I had spoken about, you know, weeks prior and then months prior as well. It was right there in front of me. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I had no idea whatsoever if um, if it was just an imagination, you know, or just a thought or just another, you know, random girl that, you know, that you come across. Like we all do, right? We all walk around the streets. We go to the malls. 
you know, we see a good looking guy, you know, we move on, we see a good looking girl, we move on. Um, but we never think about, you know, you know, is there a possibility that something can happen here? Is it this person needs, do they meet all the requirements? And are those requirements your requirements? So that brings me back to our actual story and how we actually met. Yeah, and I love the story because it's so, it's kind of traditional, but also very unorthodox as well. But I love that because to me, God knew that it was exactly what I needed and it was very healing as time has gone on um, in the sense of, you know, when I was at this boxing class, like Pedro had said, it was a private and the next um, session that the trainer had was a group kids class and there was moms showing up with their sons whom I knew and other families, you know, walking in with their with their kids and naturally I gravitate towards the women. So I started talking to this one mom and she was complimenting me on my hair. We were just doing what women do usually. And when she said that she was here to pick up her son because he was spending the summer with his dad, it was like, oh, wow. And I just, look, I come from a divorced home. I haven't really talked about my story yet on the show, but my parents have been divorced since I was two. And um, I've yet to have a memory of both of them in the same room together, not for graduation, not for my wedding, not for anything. And so when I saw this couple and I know I'm not the only kid, like there's many of amicable divorced families, but I just, I haven't seen that. I haven't experienced that. And so when I saw this mom coming to pick up her son and you know, his dad was there, I just said to her, wow, you have no idea what you're doing for your son and how this is going to impact him. I just had automatic respect for these people. And sure enough, when I looked over to see who dad was, who just kind of like waved his, his hand to acknowledge, like, you know, who his, you know, son's mom is talking to. It was Pedro. <laughs> well, I, I, I wasn't waving my hand because I was this confident, you know, former military guy. I was waving my hand because I was freaking nervous. Because I saw some someone that you know made an impression on me, and I, what I was trying to figure out is how do I distance my, distance myself from my ex-wife, Pedro's mother. <laughs> so you know, while you were talking to Erica, I was trying to figure out a way to in, inject myself in the conversation. But let me backtrack a little bit. You know, what really happened that <laughs> besides the story that Eliana just told, which is all 100% true, um, was that I got lazy. I did not want to fly to Arizona to take Pedro back. So I told Erica, please, let me buy you that plane ticket. Come to Florida, pick Pedro up, and go to Key West, have a good time, and then take him back. And then the same me a trip, because what do I do for work? I travel. Yeah. So the last thing I wanted to do was get on two flights to go to Tucson, Arizona. So she actually landed at 6 p.m. And she rushed. We met right outside. And we walked in, all three of us together, and that's when we saw mm. you finishing the class. We were all sweaty and whatnot. But besides your beautiful green eyes, what really got me was your... There was some energetic exchange that happened at that moment. We shook hands. We shook hands. We made eye contact for a split second. It was and quick. how did you feel when I shook your hand? Because you're an energy guy. You can tell a lot about well, someone for, from their handshake. First, I, I shake a lot of hands, and you shook my hand just as firm as... Most guys I've shaken my hands with, you know, that there's, there's, I've, I've gotten fish hands for guy, from guys, real soft, pretty hands, but yours were strong. I mean, for God's sake, you just finished a boxing class. So yeah. I was pretty impressed and it was firm and it was eye direct, 
solid eye contact and those that know you know that you have a very penetrating look i mean take away your eye color for a second it's just the way you look into people it's almost like you're looking to their soul it's, it's pretty amazing well i think when i meet people i don't you know just meet to meet it's it's very intentional meeting and Yes, I shook your hand. I looked you in the eyes. I had already, I had this respect for you already, just from the five minutes prior, me talking to Erica and and just learning a little bit of the, of the dynamic. Um, but your impression on me as well was captivating. I thought you were very interesting and also very respectful because we kept the conversation to a minimum. It was just like a hello meet and greet, and then you actually gave me your business card, which I thought was pretty pretty cultural and respectful. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was in, with my son and his, his mother. So um, sometimes we, we see people, we see things, and we kind of keep our thoughts to ourselves. We don't speak out loud. So that's kind of what, what I practiced that day. But there's something else that happened that I think I told you a couple of times already, and that's that in that very moment, I thought about what I said to myself a few weeks prior and months prior. Mm. Even right before I moved uh, back to Florida from Arizona. And for those that don't know, I actually grew up in Miami and um, moved to, to Arizona. And I lived there for almost 14 years until 2020 when I moved back. Mm -hmm. So everything happens for a reason, right? And I, we met two months after you had moved back to Florida. Yes, yes. And it, it was... Two months in. It was probably the... It was, it was a very hard transition because... Part of me felt I was leaving my son Pedro behind. Right. So I had this humongous guilt on my back. And then shortly after I moved, I flew him over here to spend the rest of the summer with me. Um, Erica and I, we have an amazing relationship. Co-parenting relationship. Yeah, we, we, we co-parent. Uh, we, um, we, we do everything for this child. Anything that he needs, we do it together. Mm -hmm. And that's we made that deal when we, when we uh, parted ways many years ago. Yeah. And she is an amazing mother. My relationship with Erica has also been very healthy. I've never imagined having a relationship as such with someone that, you know, my husband um, has a child with outside of our marriage. And I am very blessed to have her part of our life and to have little Pager part of our life. And when I tell you the relationship is healthy, I'm talking about we send each other texts on Mother's Day, birthdays, holidays. When um, we shared that we were pregnant and little P was be was going to become a big brother, she took him to a class, like a workshop, to teach kids that are going to become siblings how to be a sibling. I mean, I couldn't have been more blessed in my entire I mean, life. He, he, he learned to change that for sure. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing. Part, yeah. Right? Have, and all that. So, I mean, we can have an entire separate episode regarding. And we probably will. Co-parenting uh, co co relationships yeah. and all that. But, you know, back to manifesting your husband or wife. When we met, there was something we just knew deep down and we wanted to know more. Yeah. So so next, you know, once that happened, um, you know, in that day, actually, I was a little bloated. So that's part of the reason why I, I have a sense of stomach, guys. So that's part of the reason why I went into a little corner and actually had my hand on my stomach. Because I was like, I don't know, I think I had ice cream the day before and I'm not supposed to get ice cream. Long story short. <laughs> Um, the next day, because I get a little nervous sometimes, and that's something that no one knows. Like I do get nervous, you know, when, when people that are that have an impression, that put an impression on me, they, they have this power over me, and I get a little nervous. So I forgot Eliana's name. I forgot your name. Yeah. So I actually texted Erica and I asked Erica, "Hey, 
who was the girl we met yesterday? She was really nice, wasn't she? She's like, oh, yeah, Liana. <laughs> you know, and that's all I needed because at that point I did a little bit of homework and then I, I found her on social media. And um, once I sent, you know, requested to follow her, she immediately, within, I don't know, I don't think it was more than a minute, <laughs> if that, okay, she accepted me and then the conversations started from that point forward. And, and, and once that started, the conversations were all specifically about COVID during, during yeah, the Yeah, it was 2020. It was specifically August of 2020. Yeah. I was really interested in who Pedro was. He has a government military background. So we were just kind of chit-chatting on that. And then he asked me a question that my response was not a usual response. Like, I kind of put myself out there and he could take it or leave it, but he took it. And so he asked me, what are my thoughts on COVID? And I responded as in a voice message. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and write you a novel, but if you would like to meet for a late lunch, we can sit down and, and discuss it and have a conversation around it. And so we did. And this Latin military alpha kind of guy was taken back that he had a woman beat him to the punch in asking him out, essentially. I don't consider it our first date. We had our first date after that. But it was me saying, hey, let's meet. Uh, that really did take me back. I'm impatient. You know? So it was like <laughs> yeah. it was like the hunt did become a prey. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, I feel like a rabbit and, 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 and a cheetah is coming after me or something. You know, it was pretty cool, actually. Um, and we ended up. Uh, postponing our lunch, I think, and then a few weeks later, we actually met. I think it was before you went on a trip, and um, it was we, right before my birthday. So yeah, my birthday's end of August. Yeah. We met, you know, a couple weeks prior to that, and um, and then we started talking, and everything that was related to COVID and not related to COVID, as far as like family mm -hmm. and lifestyle and the things that we wanted, all of that just started right. coming up. It, it's it's fair to say that that. At that time, during that lunch we had, we were, I think we spent three or four hours together that day, if I can remember. Um, I knew right there and then. I didn't, I wasn't a big believer in the power of manifesting, but I knew right there and then that there was something here worth gold. Mm. You know, it was something here that didn't have, you couldn't put a price on it. From that point forward, you know, I had to make a very strong decision um, as I was already on my way out from this relationship, I need to be 100% honest with you and tell you what is happening. And that is exactly what I did from A through C. And I think that's one of the things that I I really, for the first time in my life, I believe, um, I came clean with, not just clean, but I put everything in the table. And if that was enough to turn the person that I had envisioned my entire life, despite um, all of the um, shortcomings and, and, and unsuccessful relationships, you know, things of life, right? Like things happen to you and you fall and you get back up. You fall and you get back up. And that moment was a defining moment for me because it told me what I needed to know and what I had to do next. So I'm curious, you know, we talked about us really um, unraveling and being comfortable. Like all these just things came up. My dad even called in the middle of yeah. our meeting and you got to meet my dad, which is so funny. He tried speaking Spanish to me that day. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, como estas? But what was it that made you recognize that there was something here? That it wasn't just a conversation. It wasn't just another pretty girl. It wasn't just somebody you wanted to pursue in the shortcomings, but somebody you wanted to pursue long term and, and 
quite frankly, turn your life around in the sense of trying again. Well, riding my motorcycle in, in, in Arizona, I used to ride my bike once a week. And I would go up the mountains and me and my couple guys. But when you're in that helmet, you're by yourself. So you have time to think. And, you know, one of the, 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 the most important thoughts that kept coming back it was, how do I transition? Do I marry again? Do I have more children? Is that even possible? Yeah, because it can be very discouraging and almost, you know, like you come coming from a place of bitterness and not wanting to open your heart again because you don't want to get hurt again. So, you know, when I saw you choose again, I made a reference on our wedding, actually, on my speech at that, that you chose to open your heart again. What made you choose to open your heart? Well, what, what made me choose was not the pretty face. And I'll be honest about that. There's, there's, there's many pretty girls, right? Beautiful girls are everywhere. Just like good looking guys are everywhere. But when you find someone and that's honest and that's genuine, like you are, and the way you communicate, many people know this. Many people we know, your family, we know what kind of person you are. Are you perfect? Of course not. Am I perfect? Of course not. Have we made mistakes in the past? Absolutely. Do we, have we learned from our mistakes? Absolutely. But what I saw from you was a person that was constantly dreaming and trying to make those dreams a reality. And in the process, helping everybody else, which is why everybody always comes to you for, for help. Yeah. You are a healer. And your presence alone began to heal me. That's what did it for me. Wow. It began to change me as a man because I was becoming, again, like when you're in a toxic relationship, you become toxic yourself. Mm. Why? Because we emulate who we're around. There's an old saying in Spanish that said that goes, Dime con quien andas y te diré quién eres. Tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. My grandma used to tell me that growing up, always show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. 100% true. So if I'm with a person that is loving and caring and likes to help the whole world, subconsciously I'm going to start to emulate that. So if it's the opposite and you're constantly arguing and fighting and going against each other, disrespecting each other and so on and so on, you're going to become that person. So I found myself, I was becoming that a, a toxic person. Once I removed myself from that situation, and then the more time I, uh, I began spending with you, I began to change as a man. Like it was a, it was an immediate change, and some of those changes are still here today, three years later. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you were able to find yourself again through that process in a way? Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a helper. Like I love to help people. I love to solve problems, um, especially you know fellow veterans, people that need help with the resume, with the job, with uh, VA disability, retirement stuff, you know, and or just simple counseling. I, I, I'm that kind of individual. And I, and I felt like my curtains were open again and I could see the light and I yeah. could start being myself. And this is what I'll say when we first met um, was coming up for me when I was hearing Pedro talk about his, you know, how he likes to show up in the community and how he likes to help his people. It was speaking life to me because I'm someone that loves to help people and I want to help people in a big way. And that means you have to show up. And I could see him walking on stages with me and 
talking with people and writing his own book one day because that's just the path that I feel I've been called to pursue. And it's my responsibility in this lifetime to be that vessel for God. I can't be with somebody who just wants to live a singular life and feel isolated because that's not going to help me grow in the sense of giving me that support that I need. So when I saw that in him, it made my eyes shine because I knew that I would be able to shine brighter and help him shine in the way that he was meant to be a vessel in this world. And every king needs his queen as every queen needs her king. And together we stand and we rise and we shine and we do for the grace of God. And so literally I knew after that meeting, I just didn't know who he was going to be in my life, but I know this man is special and God has something intended for him um, as far as what he's going to mean to me in my life. I just didn't know in what capacity. Um, and I don't know if anyone else listening um, feels this way around the time of their birthday month, but because we met in my birthday month, that's my time of deep observation and deep reflection of past relationships. Where am I in my present? Where am I going in my future? What new relationships are coming into my life during this specific time, like during this birthday month? And how is that either going to help me propel forward? Or is it a lesson for me to recognize that I've already learned and to shut it down and recognize that, no, I need to move on from these people? You know, God tells you um, everything. And he sends you little little signs. And you have to be vigilant and aware that these the signs are being put in front of you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't read them, it's like blowing through a stop sign. It's red and the letters are white. Like you can't miss it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we constantly miss the stop sign. There's, there's, not, there's no coincidence in life, right? Everything is planned for you already. Whether it's good or bad, it's already planned, right? So one of, one of the other things that, that kind of comes up for me is you know, realizing your worth. Realizing who you are and where you want to be, right? And relationships are, they come and go. But the most important thing is being with the right person, a person whom you're going to grow with. Right? You can manifest, you can try to manifest things, you know, left and right, but you also have to be intentional. You mm -hmm. can't just be like, oh, I want a, a you know, a, a beautiful marriage with a, with a white picket fence and a beautiful tall house, two-story house. No, you have to like be intentional. Like, how are you going to get there? Right. And but you can meet the right person, but without the like Pedro said, the intentions behind it and to do the work matched with the intentions, you can be with the right person and it goes south oh, yeah. because you're not putting in the work to do what it is that you say you're going to do and have what it is that you say you're going to have together. This, this brings, this brings something, something up for me that's, that's critically important, right? When you and I embarked on this, in this journey three years ago, we, in the process, were able to unearth who our friends were and who didn't really wish us well. Um, and that happens. It's going to happen to anybody. You know, same, throughout our life. Throughout your life. You, you, you're, you know, you're going to open a new business. You're going to you know, be a new podcast. You're going to be successful, a new house, new car, new job. And you're always going to have those people that try to hold you down and bring you down or just not wish you the best. And then, but then the other flip side of that, a union can create something new. And in our case, we ended up meeting some amazing people. Um, so everything happens for a reason. And this union that you and I have, for me, 
has been fulfilling because our friendship book, Rolodex, grew. Yeah. For people, with people that really mean well, that really mean something, that they want the best for you. And in, in turn, it allowed me to fully surrender to your culture as mm. well. And that's another thing that I want to ask you. How have you been able to assimilate to the Spanish culture? So the funny thing is, is that every time a Greek dance and this particular type of music comes on, this like Spanish style of dance comes out of me. And my dad has always looked at me and goes, I don't know where that comes from, but you're dancing like Greek Spanglish or something. Span Greek. Span Greek. Yeah. And so... I was honestly very excited when I knew that you were Latin because I love that culture and I love your music. I just love to dance. I love your food. I've always wanted to learn Spanish, took it all throughout my high school, college years, and I still am, uh, am uh, <laughs> trying to learn. But I really embraced it. Um, and vice versa, you really embraced my culture. And that was also very important to me as one of my non-negotiables. And so when we go back to really the coming together of you know, a relationship when you're really pursuing somebody, you have to identify what those non-negotiables are on each of your ends and ensure that that person with 100% commitment and support is on board because if they're not, and it's truly a non-negotiable for you, it's going to be a big issue as time goes on. So really being transparent was something I know Pedro mentioned before, and he really was transparent every step of the way. And that gave me all the confidence I needed to know to be intentional with this man and also trust him um, in the sense of where we were going to be going in, in this path together and allowing myself to surrender into this vision of what us is or what us could be. Because I then got my own apartment and was really excited about that prior to meeting him and was fully investing a year of single life to me, myself, and I to become our greatest self. And then when we met, I realized that, well, I'm kind of in this, this path here where I can put all of my investment into myself and my path and my growth, or I could invest the same energy into this new relationship and see where this goes. And I think we all know which path I took and it led me to my future husband. When you are manifesting something, whether it's a relationship, a better life, a better relationship with your family, your parents, your siblings, your children, um, and, and aside the point of being intentional, understand that there has to be a level of commitment for thyself to make the necessary changes. Because in my opinion, people don't change who they are. People become better at who they are. People make the necessary adjustments because at the very core, there, there's, there's a basis of who you are. And as time goes on, we learn these bad habits and good habits. And, and, and it, it gets to a point where the bad habits are starting to overshadow you as an individual. And you have to make a decision. Do I continue this way? Or do I make the adjustments that I need to make to be a better human being, a better adult? And when you're with a person that you love, despite of where you were in the path, in the past, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you got divorced. It doesn't matter if you were in a relationship. It doesn't matter if you were single. If you knew you were not supposed to be there, and now you are where you're supposed to be, and you're happy, that's all that matters. Amen. That's you all that know, matters. 
Never in a million years did I think my husband was going to have other children, previously married. I just, that was not in my vision. However, when I met Pedro, I realized that I'm not going to judge him for those things. I fully embraced who he is. It taught him everything he, you know, now knows that goes into his experience tool belt. And I leveraged that by saying, well, now he knows what not to do with me. And it served him well because he's been able to foresee. And I say this because perhaps you're with someone or you might meet someone who's had, you know, previous history or marriages outside of you. And the, the key is to take that experience and leverage it in your current relationship in your present moment. And so I take that as a huge advantage and a huge benefit um, on our journey of marriage, on our journey of parenthood together. And, um, and so, yeah, that's been helpful to me. Yeah, I mean, and then the other the other point is, you know, being happy. You know, we, we, we are so hungry for happiness. And when we actually have it, we don't pause and look around us and understand that we have everything we need in front of us. How would you say we've maintained our happiness? Well, we continue to do, to put the relationship uh, front and center. We continue to put each other front and center. We take care of each other first. Because we cannot have a family if we don't, we're not in the right place. We're the, the bedrock of this family. And if we're starting to find little chips and cracks, pretty soon you won't have a bedrock to stand on. Mm -hmm. So those are one of the most important things. And of course, the obvious. Like, for example, we had a date night last night, you know, yeah. before we visited my cousin. And, um, and that one hour alone was everything we needed for the whole week. Yeah. You know, ha having a, a, a one-year-old... Um, as strong-minded as the one we have and God has blessed us with, it will challenge you. And always, we are able to maintain the sanity by always supporting each other. Mm -hmm. Hey, what do you need? How can I help you with? You know, one of the questions you ask me that I love is, what can I do to support you right now? Or what do you need for us to conclude this conversation right now? Because when we get into discussions, I'll tell you, it's been very monumental for us in conflict resolution and us asking each other this simple question, what do you need right now? What do you, what can I do to support you right now? And even outside of those discussions, um, you know, you ask me, what can you do to support me so I can have time to myself? What is it that you could do for me that would help me, you know, fill my cup in the day, whether it's watching the baby for me to go work out or go to the grocery store, you know, whatever it is. Um, but the next thing I'll add that's added to our happiness is respecting each other's boundaries yes. and being able to truthfully, you know, continue to be honest, open and transparent on what things have come up for you and, you know, never, never, um, disregard the power of being vulnerable and asking for what you need, which is really hard for me. So you've actually done a really good job at making me feel comfortable to ask you for things that I need. And you yourself recognizing that you have to respect those boundaries as well as I, likewise for you, with things that are important to you. Once you find the person that you've been looking for, you know, don't make the mistake of, of, of taking it for granted. I mean, you're here. You're here today. We are here today. Um, we reached the goal. And now we're on cruise control. And that's another thing, you know, you don't want to go too fast. You don't want to go too slow. Maintain the speed because it is a marathon. Um, but when you find that person, cherish the person, respect the person, you know, value the person. Um, during our wedding, um, my, 
my not so planned speech that lasted for some time, I said something very that I, I'm very passionate about that I will protect you, no matter what, from anyone. Doesn't matter who they are. And the reason for that is because I value you as a woman. I respect you as a woman. I don't care what anybody thinks about it because I found my person. And at the end of the day, when I wake up in the morning, when I come back from a work trip, it is you I see. It is you, my spouse, my wife, my best friend, my ride or die. It's no one else. Nothing else matters. And if that connection is intact, then I have, I guarantee it, we're going to be together for a long time and you're going to be together with your significant other for a long time. Um, a few days ago, Eliana and I went to the post office and as she was waiting with the baby in the car, I went to mail out her passport to change her name from Frangetis to Palomino. And as I walked out, I saw an old, old man. He looked like he was in his 90s, so I, and he had a veteran hat. So I went up to him and I said, hey, sir, thank you for your service. And I asked him, where did you serve? Oh, I served in 1958, Korean War. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for your service. I'm a veteran myself, Iraq and Afghanistan. And, you know, I asked him, how old are you? I'm 94 and kicking. That's amazing, sir. Have a good day. Hmm. And as I took about three steps, I decided to go back to the man and ask him another question. Hey, sir. If you could give me one piece of advice, I, I just got married a couple months ago, uh, what would that be? He smirks, he looks at me and says, yes, dear. Mm. And it went down through my spine because he's absolutely right. <laughs> he's absolutely right. Why is this? Because we as men, we are the protectors and providers. And the woman, are the queens of our world. Whether she's a professional, whether she has a business, whether she's a stay-at-home mom, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's almost like, like 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 a herd of elephants. Who rules it? It's a female elephant. What do the guys do? They get kicked off. Like, get out of here. I need you right now. Because they're the matriarchs, and you are the matriarch of my family. And as you said earlier, there cannot be a king without a powerful queen by his side. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. So every time I need something and I just look at Pedro, he looks at me and he goes, yes, dear. <laughs> That's a new thing now. Yes, dear. <laughs> um, but going back to what you said, you know, a lifetime of being with someone comes down to how happy are you? It's not a, I don't think at this point in this generation, people will stay together just because, or just mm -hmm. because of the kids or just because of anything, people will stay together because they are genuinely happy. Yes. They feel they're genuinely growing in the right direction together. They feel genuinely supported on this journey of life. And that is what is at the center of our relationship. And so something I heard someone say is every day I wake up and I ask myself, how can I be a better husband? How can I be a better wife? Because like you've said, now that we found each other, we're here. Now what? Now what? Exactly. Just be happy. Yeah, be happy. Control. Continue to, you know, do what makes the other person feel loved. How can you support them today? How can they support you today? You know, never stop being you because the person they met when they found you, what were you doing at that time? That was what was attractive to that person. That's what created this magnetic appeal, right? When you were in your alignment, when you were in your flow, when you're not doing the things that make you you, you don't become as magnetic. 
Well, we, we take we, we take things for granted. I travel all over Latin America. I see the best and the worst of humanity. I see the vicious and the poorest of the poor. Well, you've also traveled all around the Middle East too, with what you did right, before. So right. you've well, been all over. Right, and uh, I mean, I have been, and I've gotten to see things that the average person just doesn't get to see. And the one thing I can tell you is, is um, when you're home, appreciate what's in front of you. If you found that person, if you found that woman or that man, um, your special person, cherish it. When we think we have, we're having a bad day, someone's really having a bad day out there. Mm. When we think we're not eating enough because Publix doesn't have cinnamon bagels anymore, cinnamon raisin bagels, somebody's not getting nothing. When we think that our relationship is hurting because your wife is mad at you, or your husband is mad at you, someone's going through a divorce. Some, one of the worst mistakes that we make is that we become complacent. And in the military, complacency kills. In relationship, complacency can end the relationship. Yeah. And I can tell you that as in the past three years since we met on August 7th of 2020, I have never in my entire 45 years on this earth been as happy as I have been in the past three years. Mm. And that's because there is a power with manifestation. There yes. is energy behind that. And God is always looking over you. Mm -hmm. And God is always, always has your back. No matter what's happening, there is a reason for that. Yeah. Because my, you know, my um, shortcomings, my previous relationship led me to move back to Florida mm -hmm. after 14 years. A place which, by the way, I didn't want to come back to. But God has a bigger plan. There's a he bigger turns, plan. God turns what is used against you for you every single time he puts us through seasons we don't even see because we operate on a day-to-day -day basis we're happy today sad tomorrow on a high the next day and back on a low that the following day but throughout this entire season he's working on us and throughout that season he leveraged that for us to meet two months in and then a year to the day that we met we got engaged and then a year later, our son came and here we are a year after that. And so what I've come to recognize is how quickly God is able to move once you're on that path and you've chosen to follow him and just lean in and trust him, trust, trust, trust. And once you do, God starts to move faster than you can ever believe. And you will have the things in your life that you once were dreaming of. And it is now your reality. You know, the point of a healthy relationship isn't one that is perfect or free of, you know, conflict. It will challenge you. And that's what I love most about Pedro is that I was not in a relationship that I was challenged before. It was almost felt like a one-sided relationship where I just you know, got to do whatever, whenever. And it didn't make me feel like I was in a partnership and I'm in a partnership where my man cares about me. He cares about what I do. And that can come across as controlling for women that, you know, don't want a man that can lead them, but that is a man's role. It's in their innate nature to provide and protect. And so women that feel the sense of total independency, you're not allowing this man to provide for you, let alone protect you. Well, I mean, I think there's a, it's important to, to point out that there is a fine line between controlling and protecting and showing the way. And, you know, that has to be done very careful because you never want to make someone feel like they're being controlled. What I have learned is that slow is smooth and smooth 
this fast. A good friend of mine that I served with in the military, Giancarlo's comment. It's a person that I respect. I actually admired. And was our best, best man. man at my wedding. Um, he told me once, he's like, I told, I said something to him and, he, and it was like, oh, I'm so lucky to have Eliana. He's like, there's no such thing as luck, Pedro. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And when that intersets, that is your luck. Mm, and, and I feel that I was prepared and ready to receive something new in my life. I was prepared and ready to receive something new in my life. And you intersected at that point. Mm. And I think I did the same for you. It's my yeah. uh, my um, assumption. Come to the realization that... Re revelation. Revelation that that's pretty, it's pretty close to it. Um, and then the other part is, moving forward, now we're here. What, what's next, right? Mm -hmm. We're growing. We're growing our family, endeavors, our business, our professions, and we're growing. We're growing in every department. Every aspect of your life will grow with the person that you're meant to be with right. because everything will begin to flourish. The message we heard this morning in our Sunday service, because recording on a Sunday, was what you sow, you reap. Right? You reap what you sow. So what are you sowing in your life? What are you sowing in your relationships? Because that is what you will harvest. Well, a relationship is like a tree. You have to water it, right? You got to water it because it, it's, it's going to have a nice thick trunk over the years. And it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you don't water it, it's going to die, probably. Especially if it's a tree that doesn't belong in that environment. Right? Those are relationships. We, we go everywhere. The tree grows branches and leaves. Branches dry off from time to time and they break off. Those are your shortcomings in the relationship. Mm. You break them off, another one's going to grow up. But the bulk of the tree is always going to stay green because you always throw water in there. So it's, something is always going to happen. But as long as you're committed and you keep that tree alive, you will last a lifetime. World War II veteran told me that. I love that. At the mall in Tucson, Arizona, when I used to be an Army recruiter, and I show up at six in the morning and the mall was open for the elder folks to walk around. And I had so many conversations about this. So I knew from the minute I met you and I started following your videos and started reading the stuff you would post, I knew that you were an extremely good communicator. Not just a communicator, but someone that actually touched people's lives. And I identified that and I told you many times and throughout. Um, I think that, you know, what you're doing with this show is it's really, really helping people. And that's your calling. So if someone identifies something about you, you, you know, you have a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a husband, a wife, and you see that they, there's a strength that they have, encourage your spouse. Mm -hmm. Encourage your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your best friend. Encourage them to fall into their power and to become who they're meant to be. There's just, you don't have to fake the funk or you don't have to push something that no just identify see it and i knew that you needed to touch people's lives you too honey well i do too in a way sometimes <laughs> i think you should have your own podcast where no, you share no. all the interviews that you've had with the veterans you've met across that'd be very interesting it could be something i can talk about it later on maybe maybe in a few years now all right i'm gonna work on that one with you and encourage you in that direction let's do it <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, if you enjoyed Pedro's and I episode, our his and hers, we can't wait to bring more of these on the show and we'll get into it. So 
If anything came up that you want to hear more of, please send me a DM on Instagram at Elevate with Eliana, and we can create some content for you guys, whether it be co-parenting, our relationship, anything in, related, in relation to the thing we've talked about today or future episodes of His and Her, please let us know. Thank you for having me, and I'll see you, I'll see you next time. <laughs> see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on the Elevate Your Life podcast. I hope it gave you exactly what you were looking for. This show brings me so much joy and I'm so happy to have this space for these amazing conversations and guests. To support the show, please rate and review and share it with your loved ones. If you want to be reminded of new episodes, click the subscribe button on your preferred podcast or video player. You can sign up for my newsletter in the show notes below to receive my favorites and updates. Till next week, you guys find us on Instagram and tag us wherever you are listening at Elevate with Eliana. Sending you so much love and remember, you got this.